she came around to the seaward side of the knoll. The tide was far out, revealing a wide expanse of silt covered in slime and scalloped with brown foam. Along the lacework of foam lay lengths of seaweed as fat as her arm, along with other detritus that had been tossed up in the storm. A stench of rot and brine and dead fish filled her nostrils. Ty was crouched over something, poking it with his stick. Chloe growled, trying to wrestle the object away from him. Unusual for the dog. She frowned, a sense of foreboding creeping into her bones. What is it, Ty? A shoe. Betsy set Emily down, took her hand, and came closer to see. The mist was thicker down here. Emily stopped crying and peered with interest. It's got something inside, Ty said, trying to shove Chloe away as he jabbed the contents of the shoe with his stick. A memory chilled Betsy to the core. A news show she'd watched recently about severed feet and sneakers that had been washing up all over the B.C. coast and in Washington. Sixteen in all since 2007. No other body parts to match. Leave that alone. She grabbed her son by his jacket and yanked him back. Pick up Chloe's leash, now. Get her away from that shoe. Ty's eyes went round at her tone. For once in his life, he obeyed quickly and silently. He grabbed the dog's leash. Together they stared at the shoe. It was pale lilac in color beneath the grime and seaweed that entangled it. Small. Stubby. A high-top sneaker with a fat, air-filled base for a sole. Betsy turned back to look up at the rows of cars, now blurred behind a screen of rain. What should she do? Run up there and bash on windows to see if anyone could help her? Help her do what? Police. She needed to tell the police. Hold on to your sister, Ty, she said, fumbling in her jacket for her cell phone. And grab onto my jacket with your other hand. Don't let go, either of you. He didn't. Betsy had never called 911 before. No need, thank God. But did this constitute an emergency? Or would she look dumb? Her gaze shot to the little shoe lying in the silt. There was definitely something inside, like the photos she'd seen on the news. She knew about the hoaxes, too. The running shoe that had been found with a partially skeletonized animal paw inside. Others stuffed with raw meat. But the cops would want to know, too, if this was a hoax. Right? Mom? Quiet. Fingers shaking, she pressed 911. 911, what is your emergency? I... Uh, I... Betsy's voice stuck suddenly on a ball of phlegm. She cleared her throat. I found a shoe. I think there's a foot inside. I think it washed up in the storm. What is your location, ma'am? Where are you? The Causeway Beach at the Tawasan Ferry Terminal. About halfway up, I think. What is the number you are calling from? Cell phone. She gave her number. And what is your name, ma'am? Betsy. Betsy Champlain. The pressure on her bladder was suddenly intense. She needed a washroom badly. For some reason, she also needed to cry. 
She swiped the back of her hand across her nose, sniffed. Are you safe? Everything else all right? Yes. Yes. I'm out here with my kids and my dog. In the rain. My dog found the shoe, and there seems to be a bit of old sock and something inside. I know there are hoaxes, but... Up on the causeway, engines started growling to life, headlights going on. The line of cars began to move. Someone honked at her stationary Subaru. Oh, God. I need to go move my car. The ferry lineup is moving. Miss Champlain, Betsy, could you please stay with the shoe? I've got RCMP on their way. There's a police vehicle in your vicinity now. They'll be there shortly. My car is in the lineup. They're honking. We'll contact BC Ferries. They'll get someone out there to direct traffic around it. Betsy? I'm here. I'll wait. She paused. I...